Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hello, my friend. It's great to be together once again. I want to talk today about how you have the power to decide whether you're going to be a rich light worker or a poor or broke light worker. As I was calling on God, asking what I should talk about this week, He always answers. And again, whoever God is for you, it might be she, he, might be source, creator, whatever, same. But I call that being God. And so I'm asking God, what should we talk about this week? And he said I needed to, to talk about the fact that we are putting limits on what the universe can bring us based on our stories. So I jotted down something that happened the other day. As things come up, and I think, gosh, that'd be something I need to talk about or address in a podcast or a newsletter. And I absolutely send out or record more podcasts than I do write newsletters. It's just easier for me to get on here and talk. But it amazes me how people that I have taught you know, students of mine that I have helped guide into their journey and held their hand and helped them tune into their own abilities, that some of them have, some of them directly lashing out at me, um, not directly at me, but saying things about me in public, and some <laughs> in a roundabout way lashing out at me. Now, this will make sense in a minute. <laughs> so... I noticed a post on Facebook from one of my past students, and she's really good. She's a really good medium and has started her own business and charges a very little amount of money. I'm not even going to say amounts because I don't, you know, this is private. I mean, I don't want anyone to realize who I'm talking about, and this isn't, this is only to help not only all of you, but I hope she hears this because so, I would love for her to get her message about her stories. But she posted something about, you know, people wonder why I charge this amount. And it's very, very small amount. I mean, I didn't even start out charging that little of amount because I knew I needed to take care of me too. And I knew that I couldn't do, you know, 20, 30, 40 readings every week. There's no way. You're just going to get drained. You're going to get depleted. You can't do that. I mean, I do know people that do that. And I know people in the past that have done that. And I'm just going to be pretty blunt here, they're dead. They got very sick and they're dead. The people that are doing it now, a lot of them are very depleted that I know personally. So she posted this and I, here's the thing, I really took it as a test because I had just raised my prices quite a bit. I had doubled them and I thought, oh, maybe this is God saying, you know, are you, do you mean it? Are you really ready for this? And I said, hell yes, I am. <laughs> because all I thought was, I am perfectly in alignment with what I am charging. And that's the, the key. You have to be in alignment with what you're charging, with what you're doing. When you are in alignment with it, that's when it starts showing up. So she's in align, alignment with this very small amount, which is fine. That's what she wants to do. But her 
comment was something along the lines of, because I don't want anyone to ever have to struggle to get a reading. And I thought, that's a beautiful statement and a beautiful gesture, but I truly know what she's doing to herself physically, eventually. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, if she ever wants to build it into a, you know, a, a this is what I do and this is my business. So I realized as people have posted different things, you know, when I raised my prices, another person that I taught was a male. And he put out there that I had outpriced myself. Well, um, I, maybe I did for some, but I'm getting all kinds of new people. So that's not actually my truth. That might be his truth. Again, I realized the people that I had taught, even though I'd helped them step into their abilities and they're shining and they're doing amazing work. I had not addressed the issues they have about money. And so many of us spiritual workers have issues with that. Okay. And it can be from this lifetime or it can be from past lifetimes. And it's not just spiritual workers. A lot of people have money issues, money stories. So I knew that this was something else that I needed to start addressing in my classes when I teach someone. So when I'm helping them on their path and guiding them, I'm definitely addressing the it's okay to want money. So money is a neutral energy. Money is not good or bad. I want you to now think about, we're going to talk about the stories that you have. Just about money. Okay, so we have stories about love, about health, about happiness, joy, peace, but I want to talk about money stories right now. So I want you to really get clear about how you feel about money. During my spiritual boot camp, one of the things that I really push is that everyone, it's a five-week boot camp that I do. There's one coming up pretty soon. But there's one thing that I always encourage them to say over and over until they can say it and it feels right. And it's the phrase, Money serves my highest good. Money serves my highest good. Now, if you aren't, if you're not in alignment with that, it's not going to feel right inside of you. You're going to have like, maybe you'll feel it in your stomach, your heart or something, your head. Money serves my highest good. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I have some very grand plans, huge things that I'm manifesting. And they are going to take a lot of money. And so money does serve my highest good. I also want to live a very comfortable life. I want to be able to travel whenever I want. I want to buy whatever clothes I want. I want to drive whatever car I want. I'm not putting limits on what God can do. I am open to all of it. Money serves my highest good. Now, money does not, money is not good or bad. Okay? The people that have money, money just amplifies who they are. Right? So if they were a shitty person before, <laughs> money's just going to make them shittier, maybe. But if they're an awesome, beautiful, amazing person, helpful angel here on earth, money's just going to help them do more. So let's talk about your money stories because I'm telling you, if you are having money issues, whether you can't attract it or you can't hang on to it, it just comes in and goes right away, or something happens, some catastrophic thing every time you get a big chunk of money and all of a sudden it's gone, there is a reason you're not attracting money and hanging on to it. So let's just talk a little bit about this lifetime. So think back to your childhood. You know, we start getting our programs and our conditions at two and three years old. 
we are listening to our parents, to our grandparents, to everyone we're around, our clergy, our priests, whoever. Some of you that went to Catholic school, you were taking in everybody's beliefs, all of their stories around you. You would hear conversations. Oh, we need to cut back. Or um, we don't have enough money to pay the electric bill. Or you remember this son, you got to work hard for your money and you don't take anything for granted. It's just like all of these stories, right? Or you always give to others and you don't, um, you know, it's selfish to ask for things. We should never pray for material things. I bet you a lot of you have every single one of those stories in your history, in your background, which quite honestly are, are now in your cellular memory. You are operating from those stories until you get rid of them. I had so many stories, and that's just this lifetime. We're not even going to get in today about past lifetimes. I'm going to give you some examples, but we're not going to talk about it. I mean, we're not going to have you do exercises with that. But here's one thing that I do. One thing that I teach people to do is so you think of the first story. Just think of the story that you heard or that you believe that, you know, is not, you know, really, it's not your truth. Whether money doesn't grow on trees or, um, again, like you have to work hard for your money or there's going to be another depression. Holy cow, that's one of my favorites that people are actually calling that in. That drives me nuts. Or look at what's happening out in the world today. You got to hang on to your money. You got to hang on to it. You got to. Tighten the reins. Tighten, tighten, tighten. Yes, I do believe in saving money. You have to have your cushion. But let's not create those things, those stories. So go to a story, whatever it is. So mine, one of mine was, um, and it still is, my parent, not still is one of my stories, but my parents still use it a lot. Um, they do, they have an issue with um, people having too much money, that they shouldn't have too much. They should be giving it away and living just within their means. That's another story. <laughs> Depends what your means are, right? If you want to travel all over the world and have multiple cars and have different houses all over, the, you got you got a lot higher means than some people, but live within your means. So find a story, whatever story that is, just pick one. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to imagine you're going to take this story you're going to take it out of your heart. It literally, like, I always see me pulling it out of my heart like it's a book. It's a story. And I want you to imagine now the person that you got the story from, there's either maybe one person or two, and you're just going to hand them the story back. And you're saying, you're just going to say, here is your story. I am done with it. This is not my story. I'm giving it back to you. I am giving back your story. Okay? Give it back. This is a very, it sounds simple, it's a very powerful exercise, giving your story back. So find the next story. What is it? You should feel guilty for asking for too much. A lot of us got that from church. Grab that story out of your heart. Give that book back. Maybe you just lay it at the altar. I don't know. Give it to your, your priest, your minister, your parents, whoever taught you that, that you, it's guilty to ask for too much. Give that story back. This is not my story. I let the story go. This is no longer my truth. Okay, the next story. Here's just an example. If you ask for too much, you're taking from someone else. Oh, that's a good one. Talk about limiting what God can do. Really? Take that story out of your heart if that's one of yours, or you use one of your, the stories that you're coming up with on your own. Take it out of your heart, that book. Maybe you're just going to picture a big bonfire. 
You don't have to always picture who it came from because you might not know. Maybe you're going to picture a huge bonfire and these books are just, these stories are just going into that fire one after another. I am done. I even like that better. I haven't done that. I'm going to start using that one. Throwing the books in the fire. Let's just do that. Maybe we can even help our loved ones eliminate their stories. So throw the books in the fire. This is not my truth. This is not my truth. Just pulling the books out, story after story. This is not my truth. And then you start calling in your truth. What is your truth? And you, this is something some of us have to do over and over until we believe it as our truth. That I was born to be abundant. Abundance is my birthright. I want to imagine, I want you to imagine straightening your crown on your head. Abundance is my birthright. God creates perfection. God can send abundance 24-7. All I have to do is be open to it. Money can come in magical ways. I don't even have to know how. Money serves my highest good. I welcome it now. Now, these are things you're going to need to say over and over until you really get into alignment with it. You have to bust through those old stories, that vibration within you that doesn't believe those new stories yet. But I can promise you, if you keep doing this over and over, you will begin to shift and you will begin to attract money in many ways. Money will start um, staying with you longer. It will show up in crazy, amazing, cool ways. Be open to miracles. And that includes money. All right. It's been a pleasure once again spending time with you. I would ask if you please, uh, if you don't mind, please share this podcast. A lot of people need help with this money story. You know, they need help creating their new money stories, but not even that. They need help getting rid of the old because they don't understand why they're not attracting money. It's the old shit that's keeping them stuck. So please share this. And if you get a moment, man, I would really appreciate it if you could hop on iTunes and rate my podcast. It does help me move up in the ratings. So that would be a big blessing for me. Something that um, you could do for me if, if you don't mind. I would truly appreciate it. All right. I love you all. I am sending good vibes to you. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.